What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is a your first time joining us on this show, welcome to the show. Subscribe, like it on YouTube, hit the notification bell so you know when we post, but we post every single Friday. We haven't missed in three years, baby. Three years. Last uh, last week was our three-year anniversary, I believe. We haven't missed. And uh, thank you for coming along for the ride. Leave a comment down below on YouTube for the algorithm. Appreciate ya. My guest today is Esther Pavisky. Lil Esther. Love her to death. So very funny. One-third of the Trash Tuesday podcast featuring Andy Letterman and Kalila Kuhn. And uh, we love them. They're family, bro. Very good people. She is so very funny, and she's on the road right now. So go check out Lil Esther, wherever she may be in a city near you. And I'm on the road. By the way, andrewsantino.com. Let's go. Come on, dude. We added a bunch of shows. Um, it's I cannot wait. I'm starting to just go back out right now. I'm going to uh, New York. I'm going to Columbus. I'm going to Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to Grand Rapids. I'm going to Philly. Two shows in Philly. Late show added. The first one I think is sold out. So go Philly. Go get them tickets right now. Uh, I'm also going to be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm also going to be in Arizona for New Year's Eve in Phoenix, baby. Uh, and I'm doing Portland. I'm doing Seattle. I'm doing Chicago, my hometown of the Chicago theater. I'm so excited. Go to andrewsantino.com. You can see where all those tickets are. andrewsantino.com. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. Very smooth. It's Esther Pavitsky. Ooh, I like that. Oh my the, li- God. the little est. Um, Esther, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And we're not drinking because it's four in the morning. We got up real early. <laughs> that would be a good time to drink. It would it? I, I, I've never drank, so I don't know. But Yeah, but I'm one of those guys that's like, I used to, when I was young, I was like, why do bars close at two? And then you get over 30 and you're like, they should close at midnight. <laughs> I don't need to be there till four in the five in the morning. I used to love the idea. I romanticized New York. And then you spend a couple weekends in New York and you're like this. I don't, I shouldn't have access to alcohol. I definitely also though have a similar, like I romanticize like staying out as late as possible. And like the, <laughs> you just keep laughing with your friends Mm-mm. and. It doesn't happen. Not at some age, it stops. Yeah. That happens when you're young, when you're in your 20s. It's the bar should be open. Oh, this is a good rule. Bar should be open when from 21 to 29. You yeah. should be able to have access from 2 to 5 a.m. And then you can't get in at 2 a.m. if you're at 30. Over, they're yeah. like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Go home. Also, it's like no one wants you there. Nobody. <laughs> no 23 year old wants some weirdo 30 year old creeping around. It's true. This is the new rule. We're going to make a bar, Esther, um, Esther and Santino's pub. The only thing, though, is that 30 to me is so young. It is young. No, like, it's still young. that's so young. Come on. But they should have bars segregated by age. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They should have segregated bars. I definitely don't want 21-year-olds where I'm at. Well, you don't go... Well, see, I think maybe I'm wrong. Society does that naturally a little bit. Like, high-end... No 21-year-old is going to go have a drink at a high-end, yeah. fancy hotel bar. That's right. You yeah. you would want to go somewhere really expensive. That's so shitty, though. Like, I don't want to pay more just because... Because we're older? Because I want it to be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that costs more. Whatever. Qu- Honestly, this is the way the world works. You move to the suburbs when you get older. You want quiet, you pay for it. Yeah. If you want loud, fun party, you got to go be in the middle of West Hollywood. Yeah. 
oh, that does not sound fun. Not anymore. <laughs> no. But when I was 22, that's all I wanted to be because I thought, I want to move where the poppin' hot gay neighborhood is because I was still, you know, I was still in limbo. I didn't know what my you sexuality were still was. Gay. I was still gay then. <laughs> I also moved to West Hollywood when I first came to LA because for a girl, you're like, oh, well, if it's gay, it's like safe. So safe. Yeah. It is, truly. Yeah. But also not because there's crazy people blacked out on drugs running around. That's the only problem is not you're not in fear as a girl in West Hollywood of some creepo dude grabbing you, but vulnerable to weirdos that are psycho. Yes. On drugs and messed. I mean, that's because they still have vagrants that run around West Hollywood that are up to no good. Yeah. West Hollywood is a little, is, is a little shaky it's right a little now. sketch. Yeah. We moved, a guy was peeing on our front door and I was like, we got to get out of this neighborhood. <laughs> but I was like, honestly, and he was so like kind of wild and rigid and out of control that I was afraid to go say something. Because I was like, A, I don't want to have to fight a guy who peed yeah, on my door. no, you do not. You let that guy go. You let him pee. <laughs> you let him pee and you yeah. have your landlord cleaned up. You're like, somebody peed on the front door. <laughs> I'm not cleaning that up. No, we had to get out of there. But um, I just I just got back from San Francisco and let me tell you something. You want to talk about pee and poop? That place is filled with it. <laughs> There's so much poop on that the sidewalks. That makes me so sad because as a person also from the Midwest, I'm like- Chicago. Like, I'm like, San Francisco, it must be so clean and peaceful and everyone's drinking smoothies and like, <laughs> it's just so pure, but it's so, it's not like that. It's not like that. No. San Francisco is beautiful. There's some, there, it's a, it's a, it is a gorgeous city. Like visually it's stunning, but also, um, it's weird to have like people have $80 million living in this like mega mansion and literally at the end of their street uh, is like a dozen homeless people. You're like, that's such a weird juxtaposition. There's so much so much tech money there and then so much homelessness. But you know what? Keep living, San Diego, San Francisco, <laughs> whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Um, Esther recently got a, a tattoo. A tattoo. It's tattoo is how we could oh, say I'm it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, if you want to be upscale. Can I, can, you can't see it, can you? You can't. I did the timing really bad. Um, yeah, it's, it literally looks infected. I'm... It's very fucked up. It looks raised, and I don't know if that's like pus. Or... No, no, no. It's usually just like you're you're weeping. Oh, it's weeping. It's my tattoo is crying. It has an STD. Um, yeah. So I started eating edibles, as you know, mm -hmm. and I was a sober person my whole life before that. I'm 33. I just tried weed. Love it. Big fan. Love weed. Big fan, but I don't want to go too crazy with it. But anyways, I feel like I'm I'm just entering a new phase in my life where I'm like, let's just do crazy things a little bit. Yeah, a little right, right. You're keeping you're bit. you're stepping out, you're dipping your toes. Yeah, but so this tattoo is just to be transparent, it it only lasts 15 months. Would you get a permanent one? This is like the baby step into it, which I know people with real tattoos probably think that's like so lame, but would this, you? Do you have a tattoo? I don't have any tattoos. No, because I want to get buried in a Jewish cemetery when I die. And why is that? Because I like those people. <laughs> I just want to be near them in the afterlife. You're going to increase your uh, <laughs> chances of your grave getting... Uh, Robbed? <laughs> no. Do they rob each other? <laughs> no. I thought we're on the same team. <laughs> no, like Jewish cemeteries are frequently the, like, hate crimes. Hmm? Yeah. I thought, I know, syn I know syn temples, I know that happens a lot, but cemeteries? Yeah, you'll, you'd be surprised. Like, you'll hear a couple, a couple, maybe once a year, someone will go and, like, graffiti a Jewish cemetery. What? Is this fun, funny? <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, what, what did they just spray a swastika on a... Maybe, something like that. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, guys out there, whiskey ginger <laughs> listeners, please don't do that. That seems unnecessary. Go tag a train. Go tra- If you're going to do a swastika on anything, put it on a building or a train where everybody can see it, not in a cemetery. But uh, no, I, I mean, this is a joke, <laughs> but like, honestly, the people who run Jewish cemeteries do rip us off. So like... <laughs> It doesn't bother me that much. That's a joke. You think that's revenge? That's so fucked. That's funny. No, I didn't know. I didn't know. No, I don't have any tattoos because I think I was Irish Catholic scared into doing anything like that. Oh, like, really? Yeah, my parents were like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get tattoos and then not be able to get a job? And that was before I could admit that I didn't want a real job, <laughs> that I wanted to be a fantasy boy like I am. A, a fantasy A fantasy boy. boy. We're fantasy. You're a fantasy girl. We're fantasy kids. Do you know the real reason I've never had a real tattoo is because Ozzy Osbourne on my favorite show, The Osbournes, said that show to was his, so good. The funniest show that's ever been made. He said to his kids, if you want to stand out, don't have a tattoo because everybody has tattoos. And I was like, I like that, Ozzy. Like, okay. That is very true. That is true. Well, now it's tattoos on the face. It's so common. I remember when I first started seeing it, I was like, whoa, that's bold. Now I feel like tattoos on the face is like a normal thing for young people to have. Or up on the neck, high up, you know? That's kind of hot. It, no, it's, hot, it's super that. hot. But we're, tra- we're, we're trash to them. We're old whites with no tattoos. So that it's just, we're not in that cool click. You oh. couldn't get a face tattoo. I wouldn't want to, It would ruin your face. It would be bad. Also, we're, we both are actors. Like, yeah, it'd be tough. You can't really... Are there actors with face tattoos? It's just be make it'd be like you just be kind of rude. You're gonna be typecasted for sure. Yeah. Well, no, but because it takes time to cover it up. Whatever. It's fine. My tattoo is Kalila's name, just so you know. Oh yeah, we didn't say that. that's right. Kalila, Kalila from um, Esther and Kalila and and uh, and Annie's podcast called Trash Tuesdays, which you should listen to. the The girls are w- wonderful. Are you gonna come do it? Yeah, I said yes. Okay. I already said that to Kalila. I said I'll come over whenever you guys want. Uh, did she have a little thing? Did you guys do a thing for her birthday? She had like a little birthday karaoke thing. I know. She's like, where are you? I was like, I'm in San Francisco. She's like, you're oh. missing out. Yeah. No, it was it was cute. Damn. But I was nervous about getting her name tattooed on my arm, even if it is just going to last a year. I was like, thought maybe she'd be weirded out, but she seemed appreciative. Bobby was like, not into it. Really? He was like, that's weird. He's like, it's creepy. He was not. And He deemed something creepy <laughs> and weird? Like, the irony is staggering that that guy's like, that's weird and creepy. This guy saved skin. He saved pieces of his scab. Do you know that he saved? He had a scab ball that he would save. Oh, yeah. he got him to vomit. No, I swear to God, that's what he. That's who he is. But uh, yes, a tattoo is creepy, I guess. What well, is his girlfriend's name? But And Dave was really upset. He was like, I think this is weird. Like, are you really in love? Are you in love with her? And like, if we get married this year, like, it's that tattoo is going to be in all our wedding photos. You covered up. Yeah. Dude, good makeup. Stage makeup, dude. He doesn't know it. Come on, Dave. You know better. All you have to do is cover it up. You'll never see it. I, I know people I've worked with that have tons of tattoos on their arms. They cover them up all the time. Would you get one of these like one year long tattoos? 100%. This well, is actually making me think about it, it right now. It's this place called Ephemeral Tattoo. Like, I don't know. It's like a new technology. I feel like as soon as I heard it, I was like, I'm getting a million of them. I mean, it sounds cool. It's also in beta. So where does the ink go? Because you said it dissolves into your skin. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to have cancer. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but what, but what, what is the ink? Do you know, did they tell you what it is? There's all this stuff on the website. I, whatever. Yeah. This is why we got the vaccine. <laughs> 
You're like, what is it? You're like, doesn't, come on, who cares? We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get cancer in some way or another. Yeah. But it dissolves into your skin. Ephemeral tattoo. Yeah. Now I need to kind of look it up. It's called like, it's made to fade tattoos. Ephemeral tattoo is the place. And so wait, is it more expensive than a regular tattoo? I think it's the same price. It's like a couple hundred bucks for like a small one. Wow. I thought it'd be, for some reason I was like, oh, this will be way more. What did you think that that would cost? Well, I'm dumb. I tattoo People who have tattoos are probably going to be like, idiot. But I think like a, well, that's just a name. Yeah. So that I guess would be like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. Yeah. But pictures, no reference. I think like when someone has a big piece, I'm like- uh, 800? Over a grand. My guess was like twelve, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500. I might be way off again. Like my buddy, uh, a good buddy of mine, James back in, in Chicago, he's got a full arm, but he's also had like more work done. You know what I mean? When they add colors over yeah. time and do all that stuff and get it lined out again. I think it just, I don't know. I think it keeps costing a lot of money. Then I've heard people that have tattoos that are like, just this arm alone is like a hundred grand. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Because I guess some people, if you go to somebody, you know, there's a guy named Dr. Wu. Do you know who that is? No. He's famous in LA. Okay. He does like a very specific kind of tattoo. Like his style is unique to him. Mm. And he's a lot of money and he's reservated. I mean, it's very, how fucking LA is that? That you're like, yeah. oh, who, is that so-and-so's tattoo? When we were When we were in high school, it was just like, a tattoo place next to a fucking Little Caesars. That's where most of my friends oh my got God, it. God, Little Caesars, $5 pizza. So good. Insane. It's such a good deal. They it, still it have is. it. I know. $5 hot and ready. Of all of the chains, Caesars top for you? For pizza? No. Of the chains? Pizza chains. Yeah. Domino's is the best tasting one. So you're still rolling with the nose, huh? You like the Noid? You you really like Domino's the most? You what? You no? Know? What's the best one? I think it's Pop John's. Okay, yeah. I literally, we did a taste test on Trash Tuesday. Yeah. Papa John's, you're just, it's getting extra credit just because it has the dipping sauce. The dipping sauce is so good, though. It is, but like, what you want is the Domino's slice with the Papa John's dipping sauce. Oh, can they, can we do this? <laughs> this is kind you know what this is kind of like? That's like, uh. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what turns you out. <laughs> when Dave calls you, he's like, he just whispers, he's He's like, um, Papa John's sauce Domino's. <laughs> no, that's I th that's kind of like how I feel about Chick-fil-A. It's the sauce is so bomb. That's why I, I like Chick-fil-A. I know. Because the chicken is fine. I don't really chicken is chicken. I don't yeah, really care. Yeah, it's so the same. But the sauce is like, ooh. The Chick-fil-A sauce, right? Yes. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I know. And I know they're like, how many of these other ones do you want? I'm like, just fucking load me up with that Chick-fil-A. Just give me dude. eight of the yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the Polynesian sauce. It's it's sweet and sour, by the way. Just say that. Yeah. Stop trying to like skirt around it. But their original sauce, we keep at the house like pigs. We do too. We have we bought it on Amazon, like a, t a tube of it. Same, <laughs> and we use it. We're uh, like on everything. I had cereal this morning. I had I had um, honey bunches of oats, and I put Chick Fil A sauce all over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what a pig. No, truthfully though, I think I, you're right. There should be combos. Like I should be able to get like a burger from one place, fries from another, and a shake and a Wendy's frosty. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, there should be a place that does all. You can do a an order from each of these corporations. I mean, just DoorDash or whatever the fuck, right? I know, but that's like, so they have to go there, there, and there. Yeah. There should be like a hub. Amazon. Amazon for fast Amazon food. Amazon fast food. And it has all of the, by the way, we've, they're listening and they're like, perfect idea. <laughs> but, um, but, but jump backwards real fast. I would get a tattoo. What I, would you get? I would do this. Well, my instinct is like, it's gotta be funny. But oh. then I'm like, but then I go to, well, because I want to be able to go, this is why I got it. It's stupid and fun. Because if I had something serious, I feel like I'd be more embarrassed. Yeah. And someone's like, what is that? 
What do you, why do you have like, like I have friends who have, uh, my buddy has his family crest, uh huh. you know, and it's like, what am I doing with that? I'm not going to war anytime soon. <laughs> why, 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 why do I have the family crest? You know, and I come from a long line of, you know, rats. I think, you know, I think my grandfather sold teeth in the street. I have no idea. <laughs> it's not like we come from some like noble, wealthy landowners who have this like his, great history and no, I don't even... It's that's, not like that. That's interesting because I feel like for some reason I would not want a tattoo to be funny. I'm like, I'm into the drama of the tattoo. Oh. I want it to be like poetic and meaningful and questionable and like for people to just be like, wow, she has inner conflict. Like right. I want to like sell a sad story with a tattoo. But that's not, but that's not who you are. But uh, yeah, I guess that's, you know, so yeah. you just want to sell this this like beautiful image. Well, this, it's like, oh, she's so mysterious. Like, what does it mean? Like the Kalila tattoo. People yeah. are going to ask you a thousand times what that means. Well, that one is actually, that's an embarrassing one. That's going to, because then it's like, yeah, it's my coworker's name. Uh, yeah. No, you can make up anything. This is an opportunity to use comedy in life to go, oh, this is, you know, it can be anything be like, this is my ex-girlfriend and, you know, I wish I did never got this. <laughs> that's funny. You can use that. You can do, Kalila is my mom's name. You know, my mom was Filipino. Mm-hmm. And look at you. <laughs> Someone's like, your mother was Filipino? You're like, yeah. And my father was Thai. So, Do, do you anyway. have any any ideas for what you would get on a made-to-fade tattoo? Made-to-fade. So, yeah, that's why. Permanent, I don't think I'll ever get a permanent tattoo. But this thing you've got me turned into, seriously, I just put it in my phone. I might actually truly do well, this. Would, do you know what you would get or wear even? I would, I want. A tramp stamp. If you want to be funny. Tramp stamp. But I want to be able to see it. That's why tramp stamps make sense. And you never get to see it. Yeah. I want to see it a little bit. Like when I look in the mirror. I love the idea of something on my arm or my forearm for Would some reason. Would you get reason. Bobby on your arm? Honestly, I really should. Just to come, <laughs> ju- seriously, just to go with this, I really should do this. I should I get Bobby on there. But you know what's so gross? He'd love it so much because he'd use it as ownership. He'd think it's like, yeah, you got my name tattooed on you. I you're think my would, bitch. That's what he would do. I'd I bet my life on it. I have. I think he would feel like indebted to you and he would copy you and get it he would get a real one though yeah that's how crazy he is that's how he would like own actually you know that cartoon image of bobby's head like that one that's that's over there i i would get i might get the bad friends Uh, oh maybe i'll get bad friends on my own that would be cool that'd be kind of cool my fear is that this doesn't fade the way it's supposed to that i did that hit me this morning when i woke up i was like what if it doesn't because i used to have nightmares that i got a tattoo while i was on vacation really yeah i had a bunch of them because I know me when I have a couple of drinks with friends and I was like in Spain one time, I almost got a tattoo. Like I was like legitimately was like smoking a joint with a tattoo artist at this party. And I was like, we should do it. We, I should just fucking do it. And then thank God I didn't. But I've had nightmares where I wake up with tattoos and I regret them that I'm like, oh God, these are so dumb. Why did I do a fucking wave? I did an ocean wave on my arm one time in my dream. And I was like, why did I do it? I hate the fucking ocean. I wonder what that means about you, because I, I, that's not a recurring dream I've ever had. Like no. I have, I have like, oh, you're back. You have to go back to school. See, I don't have those anymore. Hmm. I, you have? Do you have? You're going to be late to class. No, I have. You're going to be. You have to go to back. You actually, your diploma is not real, and you have to go back and finish high school. And I'm like, no, like I please, like I, I swear, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure I can like make money in L.A. Like just <laughs> let me go straight there, please, please, please. <laughs> I can make money in L.A. They're like, no way. Back to Evanston you go, baby. In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, are you a coffee drinker? You know I am. I gots to have my brown water when I first wake up in the morning and also one in the afternoon. That's how I keep the rocket a-moving through the universe. And I'm telling you, this company sent me um, a travel mug as well as this mug right here. This is Ember. 
and Ember is incredible. I cannot say enough how much I like this, genuinely, because uh, here's the deal. It looks unassuming, uh, but at the little bottom there, in that little ring you can see, right in the bottom you can tell, it's a warmer. Dude, this keeps your coffee warm all day. It is amazing. I had five cups of coffee out of this over the course of a week, and I only had to charge it one time in that time, which is amazing. Turns on and off on the bottom and uh, keeps it uh, at a steady temperature, 135 degrees, I believe is what it was. On the travel mug, you can change the temperature, which I thought was so cool. Uh, but this thing is incredible. I, I genuinely can't talk about this enough. I've told everyone and they're like, it's annoying. And it charges on a little coaster. Um, it's the world, world's first temperature control mug that keeps your coffee or tea hot until the very last sip. And it does, it's steaming all the way to the bottom. Uh, long lasting built-in battery. And uh, it's got an app as well. You can download the Ember app and control the temperature of the coffee from the app, which is wild. We're in the future. Uh, available in 10 ounce, 14 ounce in that travel mug that I've got. And I, again, I don't know what to say other than this thing is amazing. You'll never have to microwave your coffee again while you're sitting working from the comfort of your own home. And uh, please, please, please go check this out. It's definitely worth it. It's been pretty phenomenal to have hot coffee all day when I'm working on the computer or here in the studio. So go to ember.com slash whiskey for 10% off for first-time purchasers. Order early for that holiday delivery, by the way. This is a great Christmas gift. Ember.com slash whiskey for 10% off. Ember.com slash whiskey. Ring the alarm. Not a sound is dying. Whoa. You don't want to hear the alarm when you're at home. You don't want to hear that thing go off, and that's what I'm here to tell you about Simply Safe. Simply Safe is great. If you ever wanted your home to feel safer, there is no better time than right now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving Whiskey Ginger listeners 40% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe. It has everything you need to make your home very safe indoor and outdoor cameras so you can see what's going on, comprehensive sensors, and all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help instantly if you need it. I hope you never need it, but Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2021 by US News and World Report. Who else can say that? Simply Safe is great. Easily customize this system for your home, set it up in minutes. I got the box, I set it up, and like I told you, I'm a dumb dumb, and it was very easy for me to do. Um, this is Simply Safe's biggest discounts of the year because we're coming up at the end of the year and you can get a complete home security system starting at oh, just over 100 bucks, Just over a C-note, baby. That's pretty good to keep your home safe from somebody breaking in and stealing your most prized possessions like your TV in my case. Uh, these are Simply Safe's biggest discounts and there's no long-term contracts or commitments. It's simply easy and an easy, simple way to start feeling a bit more peace of mind in the comfort of your own home. Take advantage of Simply Safe's holiday sale and get 40% off, 40% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafe.com slash whiskey. Simplysafe.com slash whiskey. Simplysafe.com slash whiskey. My friends, for 40% off your entire system. Hurry, this offer ends soon. Ginger. I like gingers. You're North Suburbs, right? That's right. Skokie, yeah. yeah. Skokie, I grew Skokie. up on the border of Skokie and Evanston. Evanston's fancy pants. For people that don't know, that's that's Home Alone. Kenilworth. It's Kenilworth, isn't it Kenilworth? Kenil... Isn't that where the Home Alone house was? It's either Evanston or Kenilworth. I think it's Evanston. Maybe no, it is I don't Evanston. know. You know, it's one of those, though. Come on, Google. This is, because every time, but I do remember when I was a kid learning about, you know, that those neighborhoods like that far north on the water, and I was like, man, these are. For people that don't know Chicago, the Midwest, it's so wild because some of those houses on the lake are because the North Shore right on the lake there. They're they look like they're out of a a different time and place. You're like this isn't Chicago. This is fucking unreal. It's a mansion on a lake. It's like a six thousand square foot house on a lake. Whenever we drive through those neighborhoods, I am it's 
It blows my mind. Yeah, Kenilworth is like the top in the top ten of nicest places to, to in live. the United States. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably in the world now that I think about it. Yeah, but also so safe and nice. Okay, so it's Home Alone houses in Winnetka. Winnetka. They have a really cool McDonald's in Winnetka. Do they? Yeah. What do you mean? It's just like one of those like OG, cool, interesting McDonald's. Like the original, like like the yeah, because Illinois has so many of the original ones because of Ray, Ray Kroc who stole it. It's funny that you said Ray and pause. Like you, you know him. He's a buddy. <laughs> well, remember when we were in elementary school? Did you take a bus trip out to the original McDonald's? The Illinois no, one? but I'm jealous as. You didn't do that? that? No, but I made my dad drive me there like a couple years ago. The we went to the original Deerfield, one. I yeah, think. Deerfield, yeah. yeah. We went to the original one in elementary school. I wonder what grade we were in. What were they teaching you? How we how to steal business from another place. <laughs> how to thief business. It was actually in junior high, I think I'd heard the story from maybe my dad told me that it was like um, because I was blown away when I heard that McDonald's was from California. Because as a kid from Chicago, you're like, it's from the, Illinois, first yeah, of all. Yeah, the, the first chain is in Illinois. Illinois, but right. The, the original before it became... San Bernardino, right? Yeah. Yeah, we mm. stole it. Or Downey. Yeah, same thing. It's so sad. I only know that because Miranda Cosgrove is from Downey, and she lives close to the original McDonald's. And I'm like, that's cool. That is very cool. <laughs> that's... Does Miranda Cosgrove a friend of yours? <laughs> yes. You guys are really good friends? I'm obsessed with her. Really? Yes. Is she a obsessed... What? She's not obsessed. Is with she me. obsessed with you? No, no. I'm just bothering her. Um, no, there's no way. You must offer something. I don't know. You're sweet. I'm just. I'm You're low to the ground. Sweet as pie. You're very low, low to the ground. Low to the ground. <laughs> That's reliable in some way. You're- <laughs> You know what I mean? Tall people can be threatening. People don't know what you're going to do up there. But you're low. I see you all the time. You can't get away. Thank you. I know what you're up to. Thank you so much. I can I can always look down and see your hands. I know I'm not going to be threatened by you at all. I have a question. Did you, because you went to the McDonald's and, as a field trip, did you guys open bank accounts in elementary school? TCF Bank. Do you remember the banks that were in Jewel? Jewel Osco? Yes. That's what we did. Uh, TCF Bank. I did my, my, that was our first little fake. I think it was fake. But they let us set up a little fake account. Oh. TCF Bank. I was thinking about it because I went back to Skokie and the bank where we set up our bank accounts is now a weed store. Oh, is it still good? Is your money still good there? <laughs> They're like, Esther, you still have an account. <laughs> <laughs> now you can. It is weird to see weed stores back in back in the Midwest because you're used to it being, a, you know, the West Coast. It's yeah. just such a thing out here. That it's weird to go back and know that weed is as free there because when we were young, weed was so illegal. Mm-hmm. So so many of my friends gotten deep shit for selling weed or for having weed. I sold weed in high school. You did? Yeah. And you know what I used to keep it in? I was such a moron too, but it worked. But I never got in trouble. But I, I was an athlete, so I thought I got away with a little bit more, to be honest. Like I'd be able to leave and go to my car or go get stoned and come back. Mm-hmm. And I'd enter through the gym side and I wouldn't get in trouble. Do you still smoke weed? Not like I used to, but yeah. I do like to smoke a joint and have some wine at night or a glass of whiskey on my patio. That's like my favorite thing is, but it's not, it's not a thing that I do every day when I used to do it constantly. Mm. I used to love it. I used to love getting high and doing sets. Are you getting high and doing spots? A little bit, but I, that still makes me a little bit nervous. Oh, that's what I loved about it. Really? The anxiety was so fun. Being stoned, really stoned, and then getting on stage and having a, a little sip of something and just letting it fly, those were my favorite nights in the OR. When I was first passed, I used to love that because it would be midnight. Yeah. And I loved it. I, I, you had nothing to lose. Could you do that now? Fuck no. Oh, okay, why Fuck not? Because no, they know who you are. Yeah. 
Because they fucking know your name. And if you bomb or eat shit or you get too fucking, and you ruin the rhythm of the show, and I'm at fucking 930, and so it's like Jesselnik and Marin and whatever. It's like, then I'm going to be the guy that wedged in a really creative, weird, funky, <laughs> fucked up set. You know? You can't do it. You can do it. You can do it on your shows. You know, on your, your on the road or whatever. Yeah, but in town, I can't, nah, I feel this weird responsibility, mm. unfortunately. No, yeah, that's, I think, what I feel too. Because but wait, you should get stoned and do it because you're new to weed. Like, have let the let it fly a little bit. Okay. I want you to. Okay. And I want to see you. <laughs> I want to come to the show and watch you do it. <gasps> but you only edibles, right? No smoking. Yeah, it just makes me cough. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, this, look, it's probably the future. Any smoke is going to be bad for you at some degree. So it's like, I think the future will be all liquid or eating it. Although I fucking love smoking. That's the thing. That's what I'm really, a lot of people are into that. And because I've never done it, mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't need it. I yeah, just don't eat. get caught on it. And for me, eating candy is a more like natural thing. Candy is your, but you don't like, you don't, you have a sweet tooth, but it's not like you, it's not like, it's not bad. <laughs> Is it bad? I'm fine. <laughs> I just like candy. What's the one that you love the most? Um, I think Sour Patch Watermelon is like the one of the best ones out there. Wow, specific. Yeah. Are you are you a candy person? No, you know what's so but you know what's strange? I never had a sweet tooth because we had a candy drawer at my house when we were kids. That's the fucking secret to it all. Is mm -hmm. if you just give it to your kids freely, don't ever tell them they're fat. Just, like, let them eat. They're not going to want it. Well, we were lucky, too, because my mom would have stuff in there, and it was never, like, a... I was never a reward for... It was never, like, ooh, you get a treat. If, I'll give you candy if you did. That never happened. So we would have candy or snacks around the house, but it, I, it just never... Me and my sister was the same way. We both never really... Maybe it was because it was too convenient, and, or, and also because we always had food, so I'd want to eat, eat. When I was a teenager, I was a... A fucking pit. I was a pit. I could eat anything. I could eat, you know, like a full pack of salami. And then I would want, I'd be like, I want something else. And then cook a frozen fucking dinner. It was so weird. And I was a beanstalk. I was lucky. I guess genetically I was lucky too. But um, anyway, now as an adult, I've started to develop a fucking sweet tooth. Ice cream is my, th I fucking, I want ice cream every night of my life. What kind? Uh, well, honestly, right now I'm stuck on this shit from Whole Foods has their brand. Yeah, Whole Foods makes a bomb-ass uh, gelato. It's a caramel drizzle gelato. Oof. Fuck. Honestly, <sighs> dude, I wreck. I wreck that fucking thing. And it takes me a lot of uh, a lot of self-control to not eat the whole pint. Because I want every time I'm sitting, we're watching a movie, I'm, I just want to eat the whole. Because what it'll be is be, be a layer of um, vanilla bean gelato. And then this, the right underneath it is a little more caramel. And then you go underneath there is a little bit more. And it just keeps going. It's, it's rib oh. ribboned. I know. That's so good. I just started ordering at Starbucks. I'll add to my drink caramel drizzle. And I'm Oof. like, this is so disgusting. Like that I think I'm entitled to caramel drizzle in my morning <laughs> coffee. But it's so good that I'm like, I get it now. I get it, Starbucks. Like you guys fucking nailed it. They nailed it. Yeah, because it's like you do. Coffee can be bitter. And you want a little, a little, a little, a little kiss of sugar. <laughs> a little kiss of sugar. Give me a little kiss of sugar. So, so that's my, so ice cream is kind of my, um, that's the thing that I don't know. It's hard for me to give up. I can give up like, you know, candy bars or th that stuff, but I don't know. Fuck it. I've always loved ice cream or gelato. I want to go get that that you're talking Ooh, about. It it's so, so good. good. I'm going to send you a picture when I get home okay. of what it is. And also 
uh, once in a while, I, I love me a, a good old chocolate chip cookie. Sometimes she'll make cookies at the house. And I, again, with that kind of stuff, if it's there and it's hot, if it's hot and ready, Little Caesars cookies. Smell of cookies. Come it's on. Just disturbingly good. When I was growing up, I had this uncle who was um, my grandma's sister's husband. And he was really old and and frail and he was obsessed with sweets like he he was my uncle phil he made like phil's fudge Mm. he had um you know containers like gallons and gallons of ice cream and in his nightstand drawer you'd open it up and it would just be snicker snicker like a million snickers just like phil i know and i didn't realize this until later but my mom was like yeah that's because he was an alcoholic and he like basically when he went sober he became obsessed with sugar and i was like Cool. Cool. <laughs> but it's cool. He so beat the cool. booze. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on, uh, they'll kill you both the same. But still, Phil, good job. Is he still around? <laughs> Definitely not, no. And his, I think he Phil's went dead. to jail. His son turned him in for tax evasion. Nice. So. Good son. <laughs> tax evasion? Yeah. That's like when you heard all those old criminals that got clapped for like uh, rick- racketeering and you're like, come on. Oh, yeah. They the like- government fucking sucks anyway. I don't feel like you should go to prison for skipping out on taxes. I, Prison? I don't agree. I think you should. No, no fuck the government, kidding. the scumbags. You should go to prison when you like kill people or rape or do something awful. Yeah. You didn't pay your fucking bills. Let them well, go. Well, that is stealing. From who? The government? Yeah, that's true. I They're don't care scumbags. about the government. They're yeah. bad people. Although they do keep like the roads clean. What does the government do for us? They, the, we can. They Welcome take our, back to what does the government do for you? <laughs> do they take our trash away? Like they do some things. Well, you pay local money. You pay local government to do that. But uh, the feds, okay. what does the fed do? They use that money for war and for, <sighs> and for Pizzagate. I just try to think about like, okay, the library, you know, like I pay my taxes so the library is functioning. So I'll go check out a book. But that's the state. Oh, that's all the state. Okay. You know more than most comedians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been paying my taxes. They're going to come get me now. now they're like, <laughs> Let's find out. I had a friend actually. I, this is so a sad, sad story. His tax guy, you know, he had like a guy that he assumed was doing his job. And for four years, he had screwed up. And so he got audited and he, and he owed a ton of money. He owed a quarter of a million dollars. That's bad. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> And they've, he's got a family. They have kids. And oh. he was like, what? And he told the tax guy. And literally the tax guy was like, sorry. And they're not responsible. You know, you technically, even if you hire someone to do your taxes and they screw it up, you're still on the lam for it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, dude. It's on you. you Because they, they're filing on your behalf. But it has to be you signing off on the filing. They don't get in trouble for that. That's why H&R Block is basically just like guys that I knew from high school. I'm like, what, you're working at H&R Block? What do you know about fucking money? But they're like, just a computer program. But you get in trouble if it goes awry. I'm, that's very interesting information for me because sometimes I look at my account and I'm like, can he see? Like, I don't know if he can even see. Do you have one of those super, super old, like old about to die accountants? Yeah, well, yeah. He's my dad's friend from college who they weren't on speaking terms with the first 10 years I was out here. So I had like a normal one, but then they made up. What happened? I don't, I don't know. You should have looked into that before you made him your accountant. (laughs) He's definitely using you as leverage. Well, whatever it is, I'm worried now if he can see and I need to look into that because I don't want to get sued or something. Get a new guy. (laughs) Get a new guy or a girl. Get someone. Get someone else. How old is this man? Well, 78. Same as Pops. Yeah. It's time to move That's on. That's an old accountant. Also quit, accountant. 
Like you can't, you should quit. <laughs> we should force people to quit their job at some point. They're like, I want to work forever. You're like, come on, dude, it's enough. I know. I do think about that a lot. Like people do, the next generation needs the jobs. Like we need to. Stop. Yeah, just stop. People need, also they need to live their their remaining seven years or whatever they've got. You're like, Li-, and I don't mean that about your dad. Your dad's <laughs> going to live forever. Your father's going to live for the rest of time. Okay. <gasps> but pro- probably not. <laughs> I think you should be forced. I think forced retirement is a good thing. Like, look, we took away my grandmother's license. She she wanted to drive. She's 91. We're like, you can't. You're going to kill everybody. Wow. She's like, but I want to. It's like, I know. It's so dangerous. It's like, we can't. We force, we take people's licenses away if they can't, if they can't operate a vehicle anymore. So your job, you got to go. You got, you got to stop. Also, you're not going to need, I just talked to my mom literally before you got here. And my dad is all scared about retirement. He just retired. He, well, not just. He retired a couple years ago, but my mom still works. She still goes downtown. Wow. And when we moved from downtown, she kept her job. And then when she stopped that job, she got another job downtown. And she took the train every day. My mom still, to this day, she's taking it less now because of COVID. But up until COVID, she was every day going downtown on the train. And she's, you know, going to quit finally. And I was like, you need, you deserve it. Like, you should have quit forever ago. But, but she likes she, Yeah. She does like it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's when you like what you do, it's... I don't know. I feel like that's the thing we always hear now, and it's why the trend of retiring isn't, like, as big as because people, like, want to keep working, like, stay alive. It does help. The active mind is help. I mean, when you—because I think when you do stop, you stop a lot of other stuff, right? Like, you probably slow down. Your eating habits get worse. Your exercise kind of goes away. You don't probably— engage as much with like mental exercise which i think society does help that that's why you see so many people in new york that are like a thousand years old and they're still taking the subway he's like because yeah. they're active they're still doing something yeah so you see people in new york on the subway i've seen people on there they're like legitimately a hundred years old <laughs> and like where are you going <laughs> like where it's but in you know i just think yeah you can speed up you can slow down or speed up your death i think staying active helps and I do think, like, we work, what we do, I don't know, I'll probably do this till I'm dead. Yeah. Don't you think you'll probably do com? Imagine Something. doing a podcast when we're 90. That's sad. No what one did you will listen. Eat today? No one will pay. They will, though. <laughs> they will, because they'll be old like us, too. Yeah, that's And we'll true. talk about the good old days. Yeah. You know? When you'd whip it and nay-nay. And people, and the younger kids would be like, what is that? They'll have <laughs> no idea. Yeah, when you whip a nay-nay, that's a really outdated term now. Yes. I'm uncomfortable that you brought it up. It's so <laughs> old and dorky. But that's why we would be talking about it when we're 90. <laughs> there is going to be those moments of like, what, what, what like I just saw a, a, a TikTok with Third Eye Blind. And I was like, I wonder how many kids on TikTok know who Third Eye Blind is. Not a lot. Yeah. Well, I was like, what? Because it was like promoted and trending in the For You page. And I was like, are they trying to push Third Eye Blind to the new... 17-year-olds on TikTok. I was like, there's no way they know who that is. No. But they do love our stuff. Like, those young kids. They like, they, but, it, but they only love the stuff of ours that's like, that was worth loving. Like what? Mm, like, Britney is our generation. Yeah. But they love it because it was great. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't know a lot of stuff that, they don't know like the band Space Hog. No, I don't know that either, though. Yeah, you do. You know the song so well. What song? Um, Ooh. No? That was pretty good. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey. Hey, back at it again to tell you about that Squarespace. Uh, I've spoken about Squarespace on here before because I used it to design my own sites over the years, um, whether it was for merch sites or personal, uh, for the show here or my comedy websites. 
Squarespace is incredibly easy. You can uh, turn that idea you've got into a website, showcase your work. In my case, blog or publish content and dates and comedy stuff, sell products online, uh, announce upcoming uh, events, special events. You having a baby, you getting married, you getting a divorce, and you getting rid of the kids? Post that too. Uh, email campaigns, you can grow and uh, engage your audience with Squarespace email campaigns. Uh, they create powerful email content that matches your website with your existing products, uh, blog posts, and uh, let me tell you something. It's very easy to use. You can, you can log in and get it set up and get it running really quickly. There's beautiful templates created by world-class designers. You can create stuff on your own if you'd like. If you want to go rogue and get your shoes dirty, I'd like to stay on the path because I don't know what I'm doing. And they have amazing templates that you can choose from. Everything optimized right out of the box uh, for mobile. And uh, it's a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. Analytics are going to help you grow in real time. There's built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting, 24-7 award-winning customer support, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Come on, man. You can can do this uh, no matter who you are or where you are in the world. No discrimination from Squarespace, my friend. Whatever you're selling, producing, pushing out to the world. Go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Use the offer code whiskey to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash whiskey. Ah, hello, fresh. Do you like fresh ingredients delivered right to your door? I know I do. You get uh, fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. On your front doorstep, skip trips to the grocery store. Count on hello, fresh to make uh, home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. By the way, that should be the slogan. Count on hello, fresh. But their slogan is actually that it's America's number one meal kit, and it is. Trust me, I've used this, and I love this. I don't like going to the grocery store, and I'm not good at a cooking, but I'm a good at following the directions. So uh, this is uh, the way to do it. Look, the uh, the holidays are going to be hectic, and HelloFresh keeps things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit mealtime prep, so you can focus on other stuff like shopping for presents for me. They got uh, 50 uh, menu and market items to choose from every single week, including vegetarian, calorie-smart, gourmet options as well if you're a fancy pants. And the ingredients travel from the farm to your door within a week, so you get the convenience without skimping on the quality. HelloFresh isn't just for meals. Their marketplace offers a uh, variety of add-ons for breakfast, desserts, seasonal snacks like Pillsbury pumpkin cookie dough. Come on. HelloFresh offers that flexibility you need to customize your order on the app within minutes. Uh, they make the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on mail and on meal and prep and cleanup. Uh, HelloFresh is a can't bait it value. Is the best. Even at full price, it's over 30% cheaper than the grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try it for even less. Look, I've used HelloFresh and I absolutely adore it. They show you what to do, they tell you what to do, and they give you all the ingredients in which to do it. It's that a simple. It's very, very easy. And uh, every time I've used HelloFresh, I've been satisfied with the meal. That's because most of the time when I make my own stuff, I burn it. And I ruin it because I don't know cooking times. They tell you right there. You just have to follow the directions. It's like, you know what I mean? You ever put a table, put together a table or a uh, yeah bedside table or a chair? If you don't follow the directions, you got a leg facing the wrong way. Follow the directions. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Whiskey14 and use the code Whiskey14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Come on, man. HelloFresh.com slash Whiskey14. HelloFresh.com slash Whiskey14. Use that code Whiskey14 to get up to 14 free meals plus three free Gifts. Come on, man. Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit. Ginger. I like gingers. <gasps> their and their and their and their album was called Resident Alien, I think. I'm going digging deep into my hold on. In the meantime was the name of the song. But I can't play the song because we'll get 
Yeah, it's... We'll get clipped. We'll get flagged. Hold on. But I just want to show you the album. You don't remember that album? No. How old are, what, how old are you? Older than you. How much? A lot? I'm 38. You're not... Oh, only five years. I'm 33. Yeah, but this might have skipped... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. Shit. That makes me really sad. Oh, this was in 95. Yeah, and in 95, you were how old? You were born in, you were born in 1988? 88. Yeah. So yeah, seven. seven. You were only, yeah. This happens a lot with Dave because Dave. Because Dave's a grown up. He's my fiance and he's 10 years older than me. And there'll be, he, he's just like, you really haven't seen that or you haven't heard of it. And it like makes him so infuriated every time. And I'm just like. Tell him to give me a call. <laughs> when he's pissed off, just be like, Santino, you know, I'm like, I do. <laughs> he's like, see? <laughs> see? That would make him feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah, to have someone to like, uh, to lament about you, about you missing. What's the one thing that he's like in love with that you don't, you have no reference to that it bums him out? Is it like movies or music? It's both of those things. I, I don't even remember the names of stuff, but it's often movies, music, books, TV, all things. Yeah. We have like nothing in common and I think that's great. We're in love and we have literally nothing in common. Like we have no similar interests. Your sense of comedy is the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, your sense of humor is very similar. But I actually love and thrive off the fact that we like different things and like have yeah. no similar interests. No, I guess that's actually really good. I, I think we're the same too. I think like she's got... Yeah, she like we don't. There's things that she's super into that I'm like I no no interest in that whatsoever. That's so cute to me. Like yeah, I love works. that for you. Well, it's also weird because she didn't have cable as a kid, which I am. Those kids really weird me out. Shocked by those kids are always weird. What did you do? Like ran after cats? What would what, what, or people what? whose parents didn't let them watch The Simpsons? Shame. I'm like Ugh. shame. My parents were cool about almost everything. We were TV kids for sure. But Married with Children, my mom didn't like. Oh, really? I, lo oh, I love that show. No, no. She didn't want me to watch it. She was like, that's the, 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 the topics, the language, the... It was bad. It was definitely not good for me and my brain. I loved it so much. <laughs> I just thought it was like such a... It was like a new Honeymooners. It was our generation's Honeymooners. It was such a raw, real look at... And those were Midwest people. So to me, it was like, these are Chicago... That's what Chicago people are like that I yeah. know. It just felt like... Roseanne was the same way. You're like... Uh, this is my aunt and my uncle. Like, I know these people. Yes, and I did love it, but don't you think it's weird? Like, and maybe I'm just remembering broad strokes of it, but like, it does just basically say like, you're supposed to hate your wife. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Dave hates you. <laughs> and that's how you know you're in love. Yeah. No, there was, no, that was, that was a very like, um, I think the irony of that kind of, that behavior or that, those jokes was that, and he did this a lot too. They did it on the show. That he re he was like I love you, Peg. Like they'd have these wonderful that's breakdown true, and that's moments. That's what I'm not remembering. But the jokes always were. There was like Peg, God damn it! It was always this. <laughs> that's where I'm saying the honeymoon. It was like to the Mooney. That you know, it's that whole idea of like she drives me nuts, but I'm in love with her. Yeah, I think it's almost like a sweet play. Uh, and the kids are idiots and assholes. I mean, that's what the Simpsons are. Almost the same thing in the sense of like Homer's a big fat dumb idiot. But Marge is a goofball that loves a big, fat, dumb idiot. Mm -hmm. And their kids, you know, the two and a half kids joke that the average American have two and a half kids. That's why Maggie never grew up. That's cool. And then there, and then there's one smart kid and one asshole idiot. Mm. Which one were you? Uh, neither. You're not smart or an asshole? No. You were just empty? <laughs> that is what my dad calls me. Holy shit, this feels weird. I'm, I'm your dad now. Oh my God, my dad literally calls me empty. 
He's like empty as a, as a nickname. Yes, come here, empty. Because he he because I just when I go home I just sit there and I like don't speak and I'm just like don't want to talk and he they he calls me empty. Wait, you're an only child. Half only child. My dad's only child. My mom has a uh, my sister from her first marriage. But we don't talk to her. We do talk to her. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> no you do she, uh, your mom first marriage is that wild did, well, like when did you find out she was married before you uh i don't remember but i do the you know what scared me so much when i was little was learning that my mom had her own mom and dad because i was oh. like what like but we're your family right like that's not your family this is your family like that freaked me out so much do you remember learning that and freaking out you're talking about my grandparents yeah yeah no i didn't receive it that way (laughs) mine was this is your grandparents and you immediately fall in love with them because they shower you with so much attention and love and you're the only thing on earth that they care about is like i just my grandparents it's my relationship is my is different because we were such a big family that it was it's different because it was so many of us. Mm. Like it was like when we had a family, uh, the a family outing picnic or whatever. I met people I never even knew that I was related to because we're so big. My mom's one of ten kids. Whoa! Yeah, there's a million cousins. It's endless. It's That's literally fun. endless, and we're all, you know, relatively close. I mean, I moved away, but we're getting closer as we get older, mm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, one of my cousins is moving here, and I'm very excited mm. about it. I'm really excited. I got like giddy when he said I was he was going to move to LA. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for that. Just to have something from Chicago here is nice. I would absolutely like love it more than anything if one of my best friends from Skokie moved here. That would be like- It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. They no. don't leave. It'd have to be work. Yeah. Like he works in the industry. Is why he's going to come out here. Oh, that's so cool. He works in, the, I mean, he works in the, in the, in the books and keep bookkeeping mm. side of it. So like the finance side of it. So, you know. He's not Can in he be my world. accountant? He doesn't want to. Okay. <laughs> so he told you already? Yeah, he said that. <laughs> he goes, Does Esther is Esther looking for new finance people? And I said, I think so. And he goes, well, it's going to be tough because nobody wants to work with her. <laughs> Those books are tattered. <laughs> what do you spend the most money on? Does your accountant ever go, hey, man, we should not. No, because that's not what an accountant does, is it? That's what a business manager does. I don't have a business manager. Oh, right. Do you? I do. What do you like, well, how does that work? Someone else tells you what to do with your money? We don't have that relationship, but okay. I, but he does for a lot of clients. It depends on your level of independence. He always says, like, if you want to handle your own books, you can. And if you want to work together with me on investments, that's what I'll do. Mm. But some people are like, here's all my money. Tell me what I can do with it and tell me what cards I can use and tell me my spending limits. Some people just don't have any control. Jewish relatives? Right. They don't, they're not Jewish. Right. Or they never grew up around them and they never knew them. And and I'm not Jewish like wealthy Jews. I'm like the like cheap Jews. Like just I feel like my parents were so cheap that I don't have that issue. Like, right. Like I'm not going to. I just bought myself a Corolla. Like Boss. <laughs> I'm a fucking boss. It's, a, it's really sick. I did drive it down the stairs right outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last time Esther was here, <laughs> we were like, I, there was time, had t- enough time had passed and I was like, all right, let's pack up and get out of here. And we walk outside and Esther's like, I am so embarrassed. I look <laughs> over her car is halfway down a stair. There's like a little set of stairs to go to the street and she's halfway on halfway off, but we got it lifted. It worked. Yeah, yeah. That was, that I was, was concerned. Cool. The bottom of your Corolla is wrecked. It's probably not doing great, but whatever, dude. Get figured out. It'll get figured out. It's all going to work itself out. So your parents were like, they, your parents were really. Um, we don't say cheap Jews on this podcast. Okay? Yeah, no, we're no, not, no. And not... my mom isn't even Jewish. Only my dad is. But they're. Oh, you so know... you're not real. That's no, right. No, yeah. You're a... that's right. What do they call you? 
I call myself whatever I want. I Shiksa is a white, a non-Jew that marries into Jews. A Shiksa is just a non-Jewish woman. That's it. Oh, I thought it was a non-Jewish woman who married into a Jewish family. I'm pretty sure. No, I think anyone. Shiksa is just a dumb white bitch. I think. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Oh, I thought for some reason it was a more fun. It was like uh, the Shiksa got it, you know, married into the family. I thought it was only, I thought it was like that kind of thing, but you would know more than my. Would family. I though? I'm not even really Jewish. I'm more Jewish than you are. To yeah, be honest, unfortunately. I can tell. Like, is there a term? Is there? Do you know any terms for like uh, what's the term for mistress? And is there a mistress term? I don't like speak Yiddish, Hebrew, Yiddish. Hebrew? Yeah, Yiddish is good. Well, you you are more Jewish than me. One hundred percent. Like you know the term uh, you know the term goma. You know that? Yeah. In From the Sopranos, yeah. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. And people do know that. I want to know if there's that kind of stuff in in, uh, in the Yiddish people. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, I want to know. Why can't you bring some of that information to the table? Uh, Get connected with your fucking history, dude. <laughs> my, the problem is because you said you have all these relatives. I have nobody because my dad had me so late in life. All of his relatives were passed away. Uh-huh. So I am like, I don't have that. You have no connection to the family like that? No. And is his sister older or younger? She's seven years older than me, and um, yeah. Is she successful? She's got two kids. So she's doing great. She's happy, yeah. She, and she lives in Skokie? No, they live out in, they actually live way out, like, by Wisconsin. Mm, I'm trying to think of a town that I know up there, by the border. My uncle lives up there. I don't know. I just don't go up there. I honestly don't remember. Wonder Lake is where she lives. Really? Yeah. On a lake? No. Just I want to die on a lake bad. Why? I just love lakes. What is up with Midwest people? You guys love lakes. Like, I'm not, I don't get You're it. You're not one of us. I'm really not. I don't fit in. You don't like lakes? The stillness of the water, the idea that there's no imminent threat underneath the water. There's no sharks. Nothing's going to hurt you. In the morning, it's like glass. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. I love lakes. I love lakes. I've always loved a good lake. Something about it. The water sports you can do on it. The tininess of it. There's, there's tides, but it's a very s- small tide. It's not that strong. Many people don't know that. That's what killed what's her name. Ugh. What was that girl's name? Why can't I think Naya of her? Naya Rivera. Yeah, do you know that? That's crazy. I oh. spoke to a guy that used to be a diver for um, L.A. County. He would di- They would dive when there was um, you know, an accident or something that happened. Because they have to call out divers when there's water accidents, right? So he was diving. He spoke to, he's retired now. <clears throat> and he spoke to one of the guys that dove on that, on that incident. Oh my gosh. And he said what they, you know, because they were trying to put together how it all happened. Yeah, because that was so strange. Super weird, yeah. And um, they think she ran out of energy because she was kind of fighting against the tide. And people are like, there is no tide in a lake. And it's like, yes, there actually is a pull to a lake. Oddly enough, people don't know that. What does that really mean, though? I don't, like, it pulls you down? Uh, it doesn't, like, suck you underneath the water, but it it's kind of moving you away from whatever object you're trying to get to strong enough that it's hard to get back to. That is so fucking scary. It's scary. I know. And I told him, I was like, because I never knew lakes had tides. He's like, yeah, yeah, they do have some sort of pull. And I was like, really? So your friend is a diver and he's like gone out on missions like that? He did that for years and then he retired. I think he was a fire he was a firefighter at first and then he worked for then he was a I don't even know the specific title, but yeah, that's what he did. He, they would dive during accidents and stuff like that. When water accidents, you know, boat boat accidents or jet ski accidents or whatever, and they would have to find out evidence and sadness. 
sadness. Wow. And it was crazy. But that sounds like, maybe this is fucked up to say, but like such a cool job. It's cool to find sad stuff. But like underwater. Underwater sad stuff is cooler. The thought of even just being able to see underwater, I'm like, that's cool. It is wild. I mean. I've never seen You're discovering all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you're finding stuff. I know. I, it probably would be a tough job because you're really piecing together something sad that happened. Okay, yeah. But also, you know, maybe you're finding a gold coin down there. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is how he died. Also, we got some change at the bottom <laughs> of the <laughs> Diving would be cool. I want to go. I want to go. Uh, I've never scuba dove. I've only snorkeled. I want to scuba dive. Have you ever done it? Never. I can't swim. At all? No. What happened? Nothing. I never learned. Mom and dad never threw you in a pool. No. Or, so that's why you don't. That's why you're like, why do you guys like lakes? Because you can't oh, swim. That's right. <laughs> have you never? <laughs> have you never jumped off a dock in a lake? Of course not. What? <laughs> that's like part of being a kid in the Midwest is jumping off a dock in a lake. How yeah. have you never experienced that life? I I don't know. I I don't know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to swim. I've never tried alcohol. Like this is why me doing edibles is like. That's huge. I can't believe what's out there. <laughs> There's so much out there. Wait, you getting a tattoo and, and doing edibles is like, you're, this is your rock bottom right now. Yes. I'm a little scared for you. You should be. I drove down the stairs recently. Like, <laughs> I have problems. But you were sober. Yeah. Yeah, so that was just Esther being S. Yeah. <laughs> That's just you doing your thing, man. I noticed that they filled in the stairs. Yes, they did. Was that because of me? <laughs> yes, it was. It literally was because of you. <laughs> they filled in the stairs. <gasps> they were like, we can't have that happen again because it's wildly inconvenient and someone <laughs> could get very hurt. So look at that. You made, you know, when I laws- changed the world. That's that? what we're that's what we're out here trying to do. <laughs> and I did it. You really did. Wait, I want to ask you something because we haven't spoken about I just got a check the other day from when I did Alone Together. Oh, really? Thank you. Well, I'm sure it was like for 35 cents, but you're welcome. It was $19.16, so thank you. (laughs) No, honestly, it is. But I got the check and I thought because we had spoken about you coming on the podcast last week and when I got the check in the mail, I was like, oh, wow, that's so weird that she's coming on the show. And then I thought that was a fun show for, I mean, from the outside. I didn't work on it like you did. But like, do you want to do your own show again? Or was that it? Oh, no, of course I want to do that again. That was so much fun. And I learned so much about how to do that. So I would love to do it again uh, someday. Um, But yeah, that was really fun having you on it. I had a great time. Like, it's, that's really fun when you can like have your friends come in. That's what I think would make the show, doing your own show again, worth it. Like, I would like to do my own show at some point, but. I don't know. The work is the, the, I think people have no idea how much fucking work goes into it. I like don't even know because you just said that and I'm like, of course you should have your own show. But then I'm like, you do so much. It's exhausting. You would have to like pre record all your podcasts and then like have three months to dedicate. I don't know. It's It'd be hard. Yeah. Well, like this is my own show. Like this and That's Bad Friends true. are our shows. These oh, are yeah. our TV shows now. <laughs> they are. But I mean, doing a TV show is still is because when they, when it's done right, when a comic does their own show and it and it's done like what Louis did, his show was just good. What what Larry does with Curb, it's like when it's done right, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but it's it's I just think it's so hard to do, and so many great comics have tried, and it's tough because they don't plug and play like they used to. It's not like Tim Allen is tool is tool time. Everyone loves Raymond is the sitcom dad, and Roseanne is the sitcom mom. Now comics want to be, you know, you want a show that's more subversive or. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just it's not plug and play like it used to be. They used to like give you a deal from just you go to JFL and they'd be like, "Here's an NBC deal, and we're gonna make a show about you and your life." And then yeah, but it's so much know. better now because look at what you have. You have bad friends and yeah. this show. Like it, this yeah. is way better. This is probably better. It's probably more. It's definitely more fun and less. And you're pressure. more in charge, and you have more control. And I'm stuff the like boss. That. I was. I did a stand up show last night with Benji, and a couple alone together fans came, and I was like, "Why is this show?" St- I, I I feel like, first of all, the fans of that show are all always freaks, and I love it. But like, I do think that when it's a show where it's the you're writing the part for yourself. And you're making it more of a real person than like what you see on like network TV where it's like not really, a, you don't feel like it's a real person that, I don't know. That's what I like about those kinds of shows. Yeah. Like the shows you name too. No, you're right. It is. Well, that, that it was more grounded or whatever the word is. And yeah, you guys were pretty good together. I mean, he's tough to look at on camera, but I do, <laughs> I do love him very, very much. <gasps> Well, as soon as I started working on Dollface with three amazingly gorgeous women, I was like, I miss when Benji was my co-star <laughs> because I was so beautiful. Yeah, you stood out a lot. You stood out a lot. And Dollface, what season now? We just shot season two. Two, right? Yeah. yeah. Your I, friend Shay Mitchell. My boo. Love her. Yeah, she is wonderful. Shay is Shay is great. Shay is very, very cool. And uh, look, I hope that show keeps going for the sake of you and your family and your pockets, but also because people need to see you on TV more. You're so nice. People need to see you on TV more. You're so you're so kind. Well, you're, you know. And when you say that these three beautiful co-stars, like, you know, I think you're prettier than all of them. That's creepy, and first it's of real. all. It's not true. They're, some of them are kind of ugly. That's not... Some of them are hideous. That's not the, what is true. Dare I say you're the only good-looking one on the show. You know what? You're right. Actually, I changed my mind. (laughs) I'll go along with this. You're the shortest on the show. That is very true. And I don't, I'm the only one that doesn't wear heels. It's just not, I look like Danny DeVito in every scene. (laughs) Every scene I'm Danny DeVito. Wait, why? Why don't you wear heels? Ever? They fucking hurt my feet. I don't get it. I just can't do it. You, did you never wear heels? No, I've no, I never have worn Right now, do you own heels at home? No. Really? Do you? Yeah. (laughs) I have a couple of pairs of heels. They would. You look good. Just for when them. I want to boss up. And you look really good. My, le- I have good stems. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I have really good fucking stems. That's like I thought about uh, one time we were eating at Hamburger Mary's and they used to deliver your checks in in heels in a shoe in a stiletto. Mm. You know, your bill would come in a stiletto. And because they were, you know, typically dra- uh, like a uh, uh, a drag queen's shoes, it would be big. They would be like twelve, twelve and a half. And I thought. I could fucking rock these things, you know? And I've tried, I've tried. And it's very uncomfortable. So I understand. <laughs> Thank you. But beauty is pain. It doesn't have to be. It's, I swear. It should be is the problem. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, but it should, everyone should be in pain to look pretty all the time. <gasps> no, you're right. Comfort is key. Fuck that. Women should only wear heels if they want to wear heels because they do look like a fucking nightmare. Anytime we're out at like a nice dinner, I'm always like, there's no way She's comfortable standing there. There's just no fucking way. Yeah. It just doesn't look... It's like a balancing act on a fucking toothpick all the time. It doesn't look fun. But then there are women that fully nail it. Like Lady Gaga, she just fucking runs on stage in her heels and it's just working. And I'm like, praise be, like, yes, like we need you. Our society needs you. Mm -hmm. But it also needs me. It needs you more, in my opinion. (laughs) 
You can have a couple Gaga's in there, but you gotta have a, a lot more esters. You gotta have 30 million esters. <laughs> We're out there. You're out there, girl. There is a lot of esters out there. Not not named Esther anymore. That's since gone away, since mm -hmm. the 30s, I think. Yes. Listen, I, I think like the coming back to this naming kids um, hip names, I'm over. I'm so over it now because my friends all have kids with fucking annoying names. I'm go I want to go back to naming them old people names. Thank you. I'm serious. I think it should come back because like, I'm tired of but fucking- But what old, like old, old or like old, like Alexis and like Stephanie? Like no, no, no. Old. Like I don't, those are 90s names. Yeah, 90s, 80s, yeah. Yeah, like how many Katie's did you grow up with? Or a, mil a million. Sean, Katie. It's like, you don't, I don't think you hear those names anymore. That was our little generation. That was our nook. Mm. Andrews are kind of oddly rare. It's such a normal, boring name, but it's not, it's kind of timeless. Mm -hmm. Because it's, because it's empty. <laughs> because it's an empty name. <laughs> no, but I want old names to come back. Like you know? what? Guinevere. Something Guinevere. like that. Yeah. You know what is so... one? Here's the one big downfall to my name, Esther, which I am very comfortable with now, but a, you know what really hurts is when people accidentally call me Ethel. I'm like, Ooh. that just like makes it too real. It like mm. makes me stare down the barrel of the truth <laughs> that like my name is Esther and it sounds like an old lady. Like <laughs> Ethel just... It's not... It's just never going to be cute when yeah. I get called Ethel. Well, Esther is cute. Esther to me is very cute. But it's, maybe it's because of your stature that I I, re I I think Esther and I immediately think of you. I don't see another person when I hear the name. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. There's some names I see 15 people in my head because they don't really... It, it's like well, too many people have that kind of name. Esther is you. You're the only Esther I've ever known. Yeah. That's not true. No. Esther Koo. Esther Koo is out there. Yes. And she's Asian. And yeah. Esther for Asian has got to be rare. It's not. It what? makes no sense. Most Esters I meet are Asian. I don't know why. Really? Yes. Well, that's like my neighbor. My neighbor. Uh, they're, they're my neighbors growing up. They were Indian, and his name was Neil. And I was like, Neil? I know several Neil. It's very common. Well, yeah. But 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 his name was Neil, which was just regular. And his sister's name was Fairy Indian. Hmm. And I was like, oh, is that? But Neil's very common for Indian men. I wonder why. Um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson probably had some influence on that. No. No, is Neil Armstrong. No. No. None of this stuff is real. I'm just making all this bullshit up. Of course. It was Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. A lot of Indian kids got named after Neil Brennan. That one makes sense. That one, to me, might be the most on the mark. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, we could look it up, but I don't care enough to mm. find out. But I'm going to name my kids. Neil. I'm going to name my kids something Brennan. old. No, they're going to be, I'm going to name my kids Neil Brennan. <laughs> I'm going to name my kids something old. If I'm If I have kids, I want to name them. Something old and sweet and humble and like, what were your grandparents' names? Uh, your parents' parents, as you referred to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Esther. Oh, that's that's her. No. And Abraham. Ooh, Abe is cool. Yeah. Abe is cool. See, Abe is a good name. That's a good one. Not Abraham though. Abe. Abe is is cool. And then that's my dad's parents. They died before I was born. And then my mom is my my mom's mom is Marlene. Ooh, Marlene. And uh, Richard is my, yeah. Boring. Yeah. But Marlene is good. Yeah. Marlene, Marlene and is, Abe. Yeah, those are good. That's my kids' names. Marlene, Marlene and Abe. Abe. Oh, okay, both. Merle Abe? <laughs> Merle Abe. Yeah, anything like that. Any of those old. I like old names, too. Yeah, there's I'm, something about it. Yeah. My grandmother's, my grandmother, her name was Catherine, but her middle name was Mary. 
but everybody called her Mary. They called her Mary, and she didn't. Mary Catherine Gallagher is your grandma? That's my grandmother. Is that? Okay. She's a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody called her by her middle name, and so because of that, she had, she gave my mom no middle name. My mom has no middle name. Whoa. She didn't want people to call her by any other name than the name she named her. Hmm. Control. Overcorrecting mm-hmm. in an interesting way. I, yeah, I like, I like old names too. I, I'm, hmm, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Sit in the pocket. <laughs> you're not on it now, are you? Are you on the drugs? No, 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 no. Do your parents know that you're using edibles? Yeah, they are not into it. Wait, why? It's legal. Um, I think they're just like, what has happened to you? You're mm. not who we know anymore. And yeah. But you've been so reserved your whole life. Isn't it about time at 33 that you kind of crack yourself open a little bit and let it go? I think that's a very dangerous game to play. Mm. Like, I think that's scary. Like, I can feel there's like people out there that have been like, she's going to crack. And I, they're right. <laughs> I'm, they're right. Yeah, you're a lunatic. <laughs> Inside, you're deep down. There's something rumbling about yeah you know bursting at the seams with demons whatever it is you tell me (laughs) what you see i never saw that in you i saw sweet innocent but also might hurt somebody might hurt somebody i feel like you could get physical if it really came down to it you'd be like you'd be in a murder mystery movie you'd be the you would obviously be the one who no one would assume but you would be the one that did it thank you because you're unassuming i love that that's that's a beautiful title for me unassuming the one that did it. The one that did it. <laughs> That's a great thing. Your next special? The one that did it. Would you do another special? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know. You say, of course. I don't think I'll ever do. I don't I don't know. What? I don't know. Your stand-up is so funny and good. What are you talking? Like, how could I you just, not share that with all of I us? I like keeping it live. Like, come see me live. I'm always like, come see it live. Jay Leno, I've talked about this a thousand times, but Jay Leno had this article in Rolling Stone where he said, they said, why don't you put out a special? All your friends are putting one out. And they, you know, all these older guys are putting, like when Ray Romano did another one. And, mm. and he was like, I don't know. just I'd, I'd rather just keep it live. Come see me live. I don't think specials ever capture the thing that. They don't ever capture but they are, it. But some of them are phenomenal. Yeah. Right? Like we, I've had friends that, you know, Shane Gillis just put out a special and his is fucking great. There are specials that come out that are still great. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to capture what happens live because live is so vulnerable and fun and stupid and and not polished. And stand-up to me is supposed to be so unpolished and all over the place and I, I do know. agree with that and I think that like people underestimate how magical a, a live show can be so good like I that going to see Gaga in Vegas or seeing like a great comic that will energize my life Ugh. for like the next month I like have a new personality and I feel like I see things clearer like mm-hmm. just connecting with a talented performer that you that like you can see yourself or see things in like that you'll never get that in any special. So you're already yeah. 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 Gaga in Vegas, by the way, how good. Did you go? No, I'm saying how good was that? Incredible. She's it's she's so dedicated to the live art to the art form of the Vegas nightclub show. Yeah. Like she really Vegas it up. I mean, she's big into perf- performance is who she really is. Yeah. So she sells the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Was Tony Bennett, was she doing shows with him, right? He wasn't there. He retired because he has Alzheimer's. I know, but he was still doing shows while he was, while he, I yeah, saw he that thing. Yeah, he did in New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah. And he remembered her name and it made her cry. You watched 60 Minutes? I did. <laughs> I love that show. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was so fucking sweet to watch that. But I, I also just, 
I think people that do still, you do still need people. Like it's the reason we have rules that you're like, the rules are stupid. And you're like, I know, but sometimes it's nice to have order. And so it's the same line of thinking that like, I like that people hold up certain traditions and she's kind of a traditionalist in the sense of like the performance and the, you know, the, she is this, this fucking embodies this thing that's bigger than larger than life. And I think if we start losing those things, it gets a little weird because it's easy to write off everything and be like, we don't need that shit anymore. Tradition's fucking lame or yeah. this is lame or that's, I think you got to preserve some of that because you need people to be those people. Otherwise it'll be just boring and mon monotonous. Yeah. She's good too. I know. She turns it the fuck on. Have you ever seen her? No, I just think she's so fucking powerful. Everything I've ever seen that she's done, I'm like super impressed. And she's not someone I would pop on in the, on my on my Spotify and listen to. I just think she's great. Though. Yeah, I'm glad that you recognize it. Yeah, I respect the fuck out. I, I, there's a lot of artists that I respect that I'm like, I'm not going to listen to it, but I think it's amazing. I feel like I've come a long way from like middle school with all the guys in my class making fun of me for liking Britney Spears. And like now here we are and like I'm being shown some respect for liking Lady Gaga. It's like <laughs> this is really big for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I secretly loved a lot of fucking, I don't know. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I was the guy that would have given you shit. I don't think so either. Because I love, I loved, um, what song came Toxic. on the other day? Oh, dude, well, Britney had a bunch of bangers. It's kind of like how I feel Miley Cyrus. Like that girl has a fuckload of bang, like songs that I'm like, oh, turn it on. <laughs> My dad's favorite song is Party in the USA and I mean it. 100%. It's so good. I play When We Come Home and my dad loves that song. By the way, on the other side of that arc is my father likes old folk country. You know what I mean? Like, that's his vibe. Taylor Swift? <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't think he likes T-Swift for some reason. And I'm 50-50. I'm, yeah, I'm I can take it or leave. There's some, there's some really good songs, but also, enough with the boys. We get it. <laughs> boys are the worst. <laughs> She's going to be 60 singing about boys. This boy that broke my heart. <laughs> These are men. You're old. How old is she now? I don't know. In her 30s, 20s? She's I don't know. She's an adult now. I don't know. By this point. Yeah. At this juncture. Not she that I want to talk pop culture, but of all people that well, I can talk it with, it could be you. Do you know Pete Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian? Is that I the funniest thing you've ever heard? I don't know if that's true. It is. Why sure do you say is. that? Because that guy's a fucking magnet. That guy's a force of nature. Yeah, but... This isn't the first uber famous person he's dated. Why would you be surprised? Well... It seemed like Kim and Kanye are working it out. Nah. And I think... Nah. No? Dude, I knew... I even... I literally said this when I was watching SNL. I was watching on YouTube the next day, um, the sketch where he he was Aladdin and she was the mm -hmm. princess and he kissed her. And I was like, they're hooking up for sure. No. No doubt in my mind. There, was no, there wasn't even a fucking pause when I saw that. Dude, it's so obvious. It's the Maybe same... Maybe you're right. I'm being naive. Yeah, I'm why, why naive. do you think people on... Like Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, same thing. That was obvious, yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like when people have all this like love on film, it's impossible for them to hide the idea that they obviously fall, fell in love in real life as well. I think those are two separate stories, though. Like Gaga and Bradley Cooper were clearly in love. They were like, but they fell in love uh, because of the movie. Yes, but Kim and Pete were not in a movie together. They just did a sketch on SNL. Like, that's just, but but to them, it was just as much of a connection. She spends a week there in the writer's room working with these people. She makes this kind of, you know how you do a fucking movie or a TV show and you're like, we're like a family. <laughs> because you work together for a little bit. It's like, you think you, you, you fall, you do fall in love on television and film sets with people. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it has to be sexual. Yeah. But you absolutely fall in platonic love with people on sets. I've done it a million times. There's dudes that I met on set that I become best friends with and they're like, 
homies for life and they're in your heart in a different way. Yeah, yeah. You fall for people. You fall for people because you work in this environment of weird stress and pressure and talent. And I think that ball of energy makes you start to fall in love with people. In the people. Not it, not, again, not, doesn't have to turn to the, I want to fuck these people. No, I, you're absolutely right. Like the way that the connection I feel with my co-stars on Dollface is like, disturbing like i'm obsessed with them we talk about planning vacations together yeah you're in love yes so you're right and i think i'm just you know what you're totally catching me that i'm being super naive and i i like don't (laughs) want pete to like defile him (laughs) why why what's wrong with pete because pete fucks everybody and it's annoying to me let him fly let him have fun his dad died in 9 11 you jerk that's not a pass that's a big pass did your dad die in 9-11? No. No. <laughs> well, call me when he does. And then we'll talk about your sexual history. I love Pete. I, I think, think Pete's he has hilarious. I don't personally, I don't fuck with fuckboys. So when I, I like Kim, I really do like Kim Kardashian. Like, sorry. I, I love her. Why sorry? Who cares? You're right. But I don't know. Maybe I just, I love Kim and Kanye together. So I think it's kind of making me uncomfortable and challenging my reality. Right. In a way, you only like, like them, but I think you, it's also the idea that they have children. So you're like, no, you want that to work out. If they I don't have care kids, about. You, I do not give a fuck about the kids. Okay, well then, why do you like them together so much then? Because they're both like psychos. I just see. I think that they help each other, like make us cute products to buy. You know, <laughs> like I want to buy Yeezys, I want to buy Skims, and like it seems like whoever's behind the scenes creatively on both of those brands, like yeah. It's working. Yeah, I get and it. And I want to keep giving my money to them. It's why No Doubt's best album was Tragic Kingdom is what why? you're trying to say. Well, because that was from the breakup of her and Tony. It was like the, that was like the greatest okay. album she ever made because she was going through love and heartbreak and heartache at the same time. What was the love part? Well, you're still in love with people that you break up with. Oh, Inherently, right. there's no doubt. Yes. Lift up your foot and show the camera the Yeezys that you've got on okay. right now, you fucking pimp. I know. I'm you stormed a- in here with some Yeezys. Those are so fly. Really, you like that? I think they're sick. Oh, that makes me happy. Because, because I don't like the new sand, the new um, f- the new slides that he has. The you new- know, the new slides. They're not really. They're not like flip flop slides. They've got like they're covered, but they're slide in your. Yeah, feet. yeah. I don't like them. They look like fish feet. They're, they're weird looking. They're a little weird looking. Those are dope though. Thank you. Because those just remind me of like old school '90s basketball shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, I like. How much tops. were they? Go ahead. Not a lot. How much? Uh, I think I spent two hundred and forty dollars. Because on it's these. the kids' version. It's not. <laughs> Those are the kids' version. Without a doubt, those are the children's they're shoes. They're not, but they're the smallest size that they make. What are they? A men's four. What? That's a real size? Mm-hmm. A man four? Mm-hmm. Damn. Girls five and a half? Girls five. Kids three. If you're looking to buy me shoes <laughs> for some reason, please don't. Please do. Please don't. Please do. But I am a kids three. <laughs> Wait, kids three? Yeah. That's dope. You yeah. bu- Have you bought kids' shoes? Yeah, I usually don't like to do it, though, because I'm telling you, they make the kids things cheaper and there's less support because you weigh less. Like, I prefer not to. It's not the dream scenario that you might think that it is. I didn't think it was a dream to wear kids (laughs) shoes. That wasn't really. (laughs) That's not where my brain went. But wait, let me ask you this. I know this is it's not inappropriate because we're friends, but. Are you going to ask, like, how big is my dick? Like, what are you going to ask me? How big is your dick? No, when you got to the weight that you were at, how old were you? I feel like you stopped growing at one at a weight. You don't have to tell me how much you weighed. I don't know. But you I, did stop. 
Yes. Height and weight, it just stopped forever. Then you've been the same for- well, no, wait, come on. No, you're I a like tiny, candy. tiny. You're it's, a teeny, there's tiny. fluctuations left and right all day long. You're a teeny, but tiny, dude. I did, I mean, I've, I don't know when I stopped growing, but I've always been the shortest. I've always been the shortest. Like, like you never, did you ever have hopes that it might get, like, get a sprout? I never even had hopes. I always knew because I was always so much smaller. Mm. I was never, it was not like, oh, normal. And then everyone else grew and I didn't. It was like, I was always miniature. That's kind of nice though. You, yeah, like you know your place in life right away. Yeah. Yeah. You never got in trouble. If, the, if everyone got caught, you were never yelled at, were you? If you're at a party. You're at a, you're at, you're at a house. Mom comes home. What are you girls up to? <laughs> Esther does not get yelled at. You're right. You don't. I think that's more with like the fat face, like the round friendly face than the short. You have a sweet face, but yeah. you're also tiny. I don't want to yell at the tiny girl. She didn't do it. <laughs> I know she didn't do it. There's no doubt in my mind she didn't do it. The tiny girl didn't do it. That's how you feel. The tiny girl didn't do it. <laughs> Whatever it is, the tiny girl didn't do it. Are you touring right now? Are you doing shows? Yeah, I'm going to San Francisco this week. What? Seriously? Yeah, cops. One night. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I was just, I've, I had so much fun. I had so much fun. I was exhausted too. One of the nights I had a little bit of too much sauce because I flew back to LA and flew back and my schedule was insane. But the rest of the shows, I mean, most of the shows were very, very fun. Late shows are hard because everyone's drunk. Mm. And I was drunk. I was a little buzzed. But I told him, I said, dude, I was, had a long day. I had three hours of sleep getting up there and that the schedule was insane. so fun i would love to be in the audience at a show with someone watching a performer i love and they're like i'm a little drunk i, I actually think that i would was be very drunk not a little <laughs> drunk. i was i was i was pulling it i felt a little bad i was like oh no was i too drunk but i told him up front i said listen dude i was i had i've had the longest week of my life of i was flying all over the place and flying back and forth and then you know whatever i'm sure some people were like mm. But for the most part, dude, it was fun, man. So you're going to be at Cobbs in San Francisco, uh, what, Friday? Thursday. Oh, this comes, so yesterday you were there. Oh, okay. This comes out on Friday? Friday, sorry. Well, I'll be in New York City uh, in a week. I'll be at the Gramercy Theater for the comedy. Oh, no, I'm there the same night as you, so Wait never a minute, mind. are you? Yeah. On the 14th? Yeah. You are? You play the 14th? No, I play on Sun. I play. I'm Sunday. I think you're at night and I'm like, I'm because I have a six o'clock show. I'm Sunday night. So how about this? People that are come to New York. If you can't get tickets to Andrew because he's sold out. No, I'm not sold out yet. Go to New York and come see come see Esther Dur es Esther earlier in the night I'm at, at six, 6. And I'm at, let's find out what time I am because I actually want to know. And I don't want to plug mine if yours is at the same time. No, what do you mean? Who gives a shit? What do you mean? Who cares? Who cares? No, wait. And also, um, what are your what's your website for tickets so people can Esther find out? On, you guys, so I'm coming to New York. I'm going to Austin. I think I got Indianapolis. I got a lot of dates coming up. EstherOnIce.com for tickets. EstherOnIce.com. Yeah, I did that as a joke because like Disney on ice, but then everyone's like, it sounds like you do meth. Yeah. So that is a thing. Okay. That is a thing. Okay. But it is cool though. So your show's at six? Yeah. I'm at like 730. That's great. Go to both shows. Go to Andrew's show. Why? <laughs> go to both. But anyway, go see her in Austin. Go see her on the rest of uh, her tour, estheronice.com. <laughs> this is going terribly. Yeah. <laughs> it ends with estheronice.com. I think Esther on Ice. do you have merch that says Esther on Ice? Because I think it'd be so fucking funny. I do not. You must. You <laughs> must. Get a cool artist to make an Esther on Ice shirt because I think that's huge. And then make it a meth reference. Okay. <laughs> Make it like you skating on a rink just like the Disney on Ice, but you're but it looks like you're on meth. 
I'm into that. It could be easy to do. Go to estronice.com. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for doing this. Same. Look in that. Um, oh, also watch Trash Tuesdays. Do watch that because uh, that's the fam over there. We love them. And um, Esther, is, uh, Esther is so very funny. So wa- uh, look into that camera um, and say one word or one phrase to end the episode. This is big, so take oh your time God. if you need it. Okay, I need, a, I need like an hour. Okay, we just did an hour. Okay. So should have uh, thought about it by now. Just one word? Or a phrase. You can do a word or a phrase. A phrase. It used to be a word and people got over it. You are who you hang out with. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Ginger's are beautiful.